In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome today to our Sunday celebration of Mass on the day in which the Church celebrates the fourth Sunday of Lent, a Sunday which is called Letari Sunday, a Sunday meaning uh, the Sunday of joy, uh, reminding us of the joyful preparation that we are undertaking for Easter. As we begin our Mass, we invite the young children to go to the hall where they will celebrate the Word of God on their own. The opening hymn of today's Mass reminds us of the amazing mercy of God. And of course, that is echoed in the Gospel reading of today's Mass when we hear the story of the prodigal son. Especially in our prayers of today's Mass, uh, we remember all of those who are mothers, and uh, we pray especially for you today. Also, in the course of the Mass in the second collection, there will be a collection for the Scottish Catholic International Aid Fund, uh, and I ask you to be generous to that if you can. Also, you probably know that Father Michael Sadowski, who was our priest who came here from Poland uh, over a number of years uh, for summertime, uh, died very suddenly in Poland and we remember him especially in our prayers today at Mass. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who through your word reconciled the human race to yourself in a wonderful way, Grant, we pray, that with prompt devotion and eager faith, the Christian people may hasten towards the solemn celebrations to come. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Joshua. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I have taken the shame of Egypt away from you. The Israelites pitched their camp at Gilgal and kept the Passover there on the 14th day of the month, at evening in the plain of Jericho. On the morrow of the Passover, They tasted the produce of that country, unleavened bread and roasted ears of corn, that same day. From that time, from their first eating of the product of that country, the manna stopped falling. And having manna no longer, the Israelites fed from that year onwards on what the the land of Canaan yielded. The word of the Lord. 
taste and see the goodness of God. Taste and see the goodness of God. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise always on my lips. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. Taste and see the goodness of God. Glorify the Lord with me. Together let us praise his name. I sought the Lord and he answered me. From all my terrors he set me free. Taste and see the goodness of God. Look towards him and be radiant. Let your faces not be abashed. When the poor cry out, the Lord hears them and rescues them from all their distress. Taste and see the goodness of God. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. For anyone who is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old creation has gone, and now the new one is here. It is all God's work. It was God who reconciled to us to himself through Christ and gave us the work of handing on his reconciliation. In other words, God in Christ was reconciling the word to himself, not holding men's faults against them, and he has entrusted to us the news that they are reconciled. So we are ambassadors for Christ. It is as though God were appearing through us. And the appeal that we make in Christ's name is, be reconciled to God. For our sake, God made the sinless one into sin, so that in him we might become the goodness of God. The word of the Lord. with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The tax collectors and the sinners were all seeking the company of Jesus to hear what he had to say. 
And the Pharisees and the scribes complained. This man, they said, welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them. A man had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, let me have the share of the estate that would come to me. So the father divided the property between them. A few days later, the younger son got together everything he had and left for a distant country where he squandered his money on a life of debauchery. When he had spent it all, that country experienced a severe famine, and now he began to feel the pinch. So he hired himself out to one of the local inhabitants, who put him on his farm to feed the pigs, and he would willingly have filled his belly with the husks the pigs were eating, but no one offered him anything. Then he came to his senses and said, How many of my father's paid servants have more food than they want, and here am I, dying of hunger. I will leave this place and go to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as one of your paid servants. So he left the place and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, His father saw him and was moved with pity. He ran to the boy, clasped him in his arms and kissed him tenderly. Then his son said, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the calf that we've been fattening and kill it. We're going to have a feast, a celebration, because this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now the elder son was out in the fields, and on his way back he saw he drew near the house. He could hear music and dancing. Calling one of the servants, he asked what it was all about. Your brother has come, replied the servant. And your father has killed the calf that we've been fattening because he got him back safe and sound. He was angry then and refused to go in. And his father came out to plead with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I have slaved over for you and never once disobeyed your orders. Yet you never offered me so much as a kid for me to celebrate with my friends. But for the son of yours... When he comes back after swallowing up your property, he and his women, you kill the calf that we've been fattening. The father said, My son, you are with me always, and all I have is yours. But it's only right we should celebrate and rejoice, because your brother here was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. The Gospel of the Lord. During this last week, we received news of the sudden death of Father Michael Sadowski. And you'll remember Father Michael from coming here over a number of summers uh, while he was studying for his master's degree and his doctorate in Rome. He also, over 
the years uh, since completing his studies came to a number of parishes here in the diocese over the summer period. Uh, but he enjoyed spending time here in St Bride's, which he always retained a great affection for. He was young, just uh, 38 years of age, and he was an immensely talented young man on the seminary staff, but also taught at the university, which was nearby. He published books and also articles and lectured in different places around the world. His area of research was in Christian Arabic studies, in which he was exploring the roots of early dialogue between Islam and Christianity. His early death has been a great loss to his parents, to his brother and to his friends, and to the church itself. What he would have gone on to achieve, we can only speculate. He had a kind of forensic mind, if you like, which uncovered things and he dug very deeply into matters. He had a capacity of work and appetite for work, which was extraordinary, spending many hours mastering languages, ancient languages, and poring over documents, writing and rewriting articles. I admired him greatly for the dedication to his personal study and that vision of his study which was put at the service of the church. I always considered him a friend, and I was privileged to know that he also considered me a friend as well. As you probably know, he was a very pastoral priest too, always well prepared, always generous with his time, always approachable. He wasn't remote or the cold academic, exactly the opposite. On the Sunday in which, is just a few days after his death, that great passage of the prodigal son has been read to us. In the passage, a bell rings out to us that reminds us of one thing, the mercy, the mercy of God. There's no censure in this parable. There's no angry word addressed to the boy who has obviously squandered everything. There's no cold shoulder offered to him. There's no reprimand given to him for his behaviour. There is only the joy of the father who barely lets him speak before he puts a ring on his finger, shoes on his feet, clothes on his back, and the celebration begins. It's as if everything is put to the side, the hurt and the shame that his actions have created, the lonely times in which the father waited for news of the son and which nothing came. It's as if the selfishness of his actions is washed away by the mercy of the father, washed away by his love, washed away by his compassion, washed away by his gently his gentle fatherly care. In our life as priests, we are called to announce the mercy of God, a mercy that very often turns the world upside down. People are often looking for justice, for people to get their just deserts, like that brother in the story. But what the gospel itself announces, which is different, is not justice, but something beyond it, mercy where things are forgiven, where debts are cancelled, where heavy weights are removed. In his long hours of personal study, writing and lecturing, and in his pastoral work with people and young people preparing for the priesthood, Father Michael embodied that spirit himself of mercy, gentleness and kindness. Anyone who knew him could see it clearly in him.
How strange are God's ways? Why do people die before their time? Why do people die in the midst of their work? Why are people taken from us when there seems so much more that they could have done? These, as you know, are age-old questions. We sometimes are cast into a sea of uncertainties in life, and the waves themselves very often carry us to places where we would not want to go. But faith tells us something else, that there are stars in the sky to guide us, that there is a wind that will come up to blow us in the right direction. There is a harbour and a destination which we are all heading for. We pray today that Father Michael has reached that harbour, those safe lodgings, that safe and secure place in which we all know is the mercy and kindness of God waiting for us. Mercy that overflows, kindness and abundance. And for ourselves, when it comes our time, we hope to meet Father Michael again, this kind and gentle priest whose shadow has passed over us and brought with it much blessings into our life. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. On this special Sunday of Lent, we joyfully look forward to Easter, that day which transforms everything. For all who know the grace of being mothers, that on this day you will know how much you are loved and appreciated. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the work of Skiaf, that their work may be a blessing to all the people that they serve. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For Father Michael, who has died, and for his family and friends who grieve his loss, that he may know, the pe- know peace and joy at the end of his earthly journey with the merciful God. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For our country, making decisions about its future, for the gifts of wisdom and discernment to decide the way ahead. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the children who have received the sacrament of reconciliation 
for the first time, that their life may be guided by the mercy of God that comes to them through this special moment. Lord, hear us. Lord, gracious hear For those feeling despair in their life, that the light of Christ may illumine the darkness of our fears. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, especially Jean McNamara and all those we are asked to remember. Lord, hear us. Please also remember in your prayers today uh, Isabel Kelly, who died this morning. Almighty God, you gave the Israelites food to eat in the desert. Feed us also with nourishing food that gives life to our spirit and light to our journey through life. Guide our way on this earth. We ask this through Christ our Lord. John in hymn number 638, Take Me Lord. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Lord, 
We place before you with joy these offerings which bring eternal remedy, O Lord, praying that we may both faithfully revere them and present them to you as is fitting for the salvation of all the world. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts, that freed from disordered affection, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so with the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Michael, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, 
that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Please join in hymn number 557, As Gentle as Silence. Let us pray. O God, who enlighten everyone who comes into this world, illuminate our hearts, we pray, with the splendour of your grace, that we may always ponder what is worthy and pleasing to you and love you in all sincerity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Just to remind you that through the week there'll be Stations of the Cross on Monday and Wednesday and encourage you to join us uh, for that. Uh, also on Thursday evening we'll have Mass here for Father Michael. Uh, and I do invite you along to that. Uh, please uh, do join us for the Mass. The funeral Mass will be on Monday in Poland. Uh, just at the end of Mass also the gift aid uh, envelopes are there for those who are members of that uh, programme or scheme in the parish. And if you can join if you're a new member or haven't joined it before, taxpayer, please uh, just sign up at the back of the church as well, just as you leave. It'd be uh, greatly appreciated and a great support to the parish. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, number 706, Walk With Me, O My Lord.